Hey everybody, just wanted to take a few moments and drop another podcast for you guys. I know it's been a minute and I apologize for that, uh, but I will be more consistent coming forward. Um, But I wanted to kind of pick up where I left off on my last podcast, which was talking about a change going to come. I see it happening. You see it happening. um, But the changes are bigger than we initially thought they were going to be. What I'm talking about is the initial movement was was racial equality. Um, the way blacks have been treated uh, by the police, um, the injustice, of course, with George Floyd, uh, Breonna Taylor, and the names go on and on and on. But those are the two high profile ones at the moment. Uh, but we look at those and we look at the movements that have been made for those police officers arrested, um, fired, at least in the uh, George Floyd, George Floyd case. Brianna Taylor still pending. There's still no arrest made in her case. Um, that's still a big issue for a lot of us. That's why uh, Louisville is actually still um, marching because there's still no justice for that young lady as of yet. So. Um, so her, her case is still is still evolving, but the movement initially was started here in the U.S. Uh, it, it quickly spread throughout all the states in the United States. Then it spread globally where it was something that was being protested uh, or marched on throughout the entire world. Multiple countries, multiple cities, multiple capitals, multiple people of different cultures supporting the movement. So it wasn't just a black movement done by black people. It is also a, a movement that is done by all other non-black races. Um, so you look at it and, and it, the expansion of it is great. It's, it's wonderful because not only are there changes being made here in the States, but they're also being made in other countries as well. Uh, So the main focus of it, of course, is the Black Lives Matter movement. And we see those uh, murals being painted all over uh, the United States in different cities. Uh, We have one here. We have one here in Cincinnati as well. Um, I was blessed enough to be able to actually assist in it. Uh, We went down for the Juneteenth celebration and we were able to kind of help them touch up on some of it. So it was actually nice to be able to be a part of that. But um, when we look at that and we look at the entire movement, this movement is not just affecting black people. If you see now, there's a greater movement for the justice for the Native Americans. So we see that now there are people talking about the land that's been stolen. We've knew we've known that for centuries, but now the conversation is building back up and basically talking about how to get them their land back, at least some of it back there. Unfortunately, they're never going to get the whole country back, Um, but at least, you know, stop treating them as second class citizens because they were uh, some of the original people that were here in North America. Uh, so there's a big movement for there. There's a big movement to remove the names of teams like Washington and Cleveland uh, talking pro teams. There's also movement for uh, college teams and even local high schools and, and elementary schools 
uh, not only removing the names or the 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 mascots that are Indian based, I'm sorry, Native American based, um, but renaming them and not only renaming those, but they're also, you know, the movement has grown is grown even larger to deal with anything that is suppressive or oppressive to other people, such as the Confederate monuments. Uh, the names of Confederate generals being on buildings, being um, in our military, um, all those things. The Confederate flag coming down. Um, NASCAR made a big uh, movement by removing it or basically saying it's not welcome in their events. Uh, Mississippi finally getting rid of it from their flag. Um, so there, there's a lot of movements that are being made that are being beneficial to multiple people. Um, you see a movement for LGBTQ community. Um, their, their movement is um, actually their movement kind of corresponded with the Black Lives Movement um, as well. So you saw kind of a, a mixture of two because a lot of the, the marching was done in June, which was Pride Month. So there was a combination of those two things going on. Um, uh, but there's still movement being made as far as their equality as well. And it's just so many things that are happening um, in this country that are uh, is a lot of it's just simply coming. I won't say coming to light because a lot of us have already known and have been talking about a lot of stuff that's going on. But what's happening is it's becoming publicized. So it's becoming seen by more people. Um, and once again, we're not just talking just here in the U.S. We're talking in multiple countries um, across the world. But it's just becoming more publicized. Um, things that have been talked about for decades are being seen now. Um, and, and it's great. It's great to see those things. But what I do want to emphasize is let's not get comfortable in just the publication of those things. Let's make sure that there are actual changes, <clears throat> excuse me, being done. Um, we see uh, a lot of legislation being presented. Um, I'll get a list of those things later on um, by different cities. Um, they're talking about defunding the police. Now, let's talk about that real quickly. When we're talking about defunding the police, we're not talking about getting rid of the police department. We're simply talking about putting people in proper lanes. So, yes, there are times when, yeah, you need the police, you need, you know, medical service, you need the police to show up. But there may be times where you need somebody who deals with mental illness. You know, there may be times when you need somebody that deals with um, job and family services, um, child welfare, you know, whatever it may be. It's also it's a matter of now taking some money that was just designated for the police and now putting it in some of these other areas so that the police officers don't have to be jack of all trades. They can focus on what they you know, normally do, which is serve and protect and allow the other people in those areas of expertise to be able to um get called and show up at different locations as well. And maybe it is in addition to the police officers and not necessarily instead of the police officers. So 
But that's mainly what defunding is talking about. It's not talking about getting rid of the police uh, police department. It's just simply talking about bringing different elements into our 911 emergencies. So I'll get off of that for a moment. Um, but we do. We see a lot of things happening in our country that are there. Are, once again, I, I see as positive movements, but we have to make sure that we don't get comfortable. Um, I, I wrote a blog um, a couple of weeks ago that simply was talking about the new car smell. You know, a lot of things happen when things are new. When we first get a new car, we are taking care of that thing like you would not believe. We are, you know, if it rains, we make sure that it's parked in a garage or underneath a shelter somewhere. We make sure it's clean. We vacuum it out. We make sure nobody gets in our car with dirty feet. You know, all those different things. We are just so, so taking care of it because it's new. Then we give it about two weeks to a month. The newness is still there. It's just not as strong. So it's okay now if it gets rained on, um, we kind of wipe it off. Um, we still want to make sure it's protected properly. We don't wash it every two days. We may wash it once a week, once every two weeks, whatever it may be, you know, but the newness is kind of wearing off. So then we give it about six months. Not, maybe not even that long. Let's say two months, three months. We give it a little bit longer and now it's a car. It's still nice. It still runs really nice. We still really, really like it, but we don't take care of it as though it was a new car anymore. Um, so we're, we're not we're not as a stickler for dirty feet as much as we were before. You know, OK, now you can go ahead. We, we have you can eat in the car now where you couldn't eat in the car before. So it's all those different things that we did when we were initially the initial push or the initial newness of the car, we don't do anymore after a couple months. That's what I don't want to happen with this movement. The newness was a little bit over a month ago and everybody was pushing, everybody was moving, everybody was marching. Well, now we're five, six weeks out and it's still there. It's just not as in the forefront as it was before. You can even see that in the news. The news isn't really even covering it anymore unless there's some type of a violence or disruption going on. If there's peace, peaceful marches, peaceful protesting, you don't hear about it anymore because that's not news. They don't they don't um, show that because it doesn't give ratings anymore. They gave ratings when things were being uh, burned down, when there were fights, when there was all kinds of disruptions going on. That's when the news was covering the information. But the struggle is not over just because the news isn't covering it anymore. For them, the new car smell has wore off. But for us, because we live in this environment, we can't let it stop. So we have to continue to press forward to make sure that changes are still being done. Yeah, there are some hindrances to our marches and our protesting because COVID is still around and it's it's basically ramping up its infection rate again because people haven't been taking care of themselves. So yeah, a lot of people are kind of um, hindering or slowing down the actual marches or the movements. Um, we was actually supposed to do a march here um, over the past weekend, but because of the spike in COVID cases, uh, the two uh, police departments that were associated with it kind of backed out because they didn't want the crowds, which once again, I understand, 
But when, but what we also still can't do is we can't go in and now say, okay, this is over and walk away from everything. We still have to make changes. Um, I still see positive, positive things being done. Um, and I'm supporting whomever I can to get those things done. So once again, I just want to say that a change is going to come. It's still coming. I still see it happening through this millennial group, the Gen Z, whatever they're called at this point. Um, I still see it coming through that generation because they still see that things aren't um, the way they're supposed to. And if you do get um, a chance to see some of the marches or anything on TV, you will see that a lot of people out there are that age group. So we're talking the the 20s um, that are out there um, still protesting, still marching, still wanting to see changes because nothing has actually changed yet. So I am still encouraged. I still do see the change coming. Um, We just have to make sure that we're supporting those that are out there. If we're not out there physically, then we can find what we can do to support them, whether it's social media, posting what they're doing, talking about their movements, sharing whatever it is that they're doing. You know, we can all do our part. Um, I'm trying to do my part through some of the podcasting that I do, through some of the blogs that I do, um, my videos, all those different things. We, we We have our own lanes that we can go through and support them. Maybe it's financial that they need to go in and have some money to help um, help them continue to protest. Whatever it may be, we can find our lanes to go through and help whomever is out there doing the work. Uh, but we don't want the work to stop. Uh, so let's continue to support them. Let's continue to get out there when we can. Um, and let's continue to, to, to press until we see changes being done. So thank you all for tuning in. Um, I am... I, I will continue to do my my podcast. Um, I pray you will continue to listen, that you will continue to support. And if you do want to contact me, feel free to contact me through, uh, of course, uh, my website, wordsbywimberly.com. Um, you can find me on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. If you look up Words by Wimberly, I'm on there. If you look up, of course, Spotify, Um, I'm on there. If you want to reach me through LinkedIn, it will be my actual name, Michael Wimberly. Um, You can contact me there as well. Um, And I'll continue to put out content. Hopefully the content is uh, something that you want to hear uh, or that you need to hear. If there's more content that you want, feel free to let me know through one of those avenues. You can even email me at Michael at words by Wimberly.com. Um, and I'll receive that email as well. Um, I look forward to talking with you all soon. And once again, another podcast will come in um, relatively soon. Ready, set, go.